0: Please explain to us the idea behind this rally.
1: Well, firstly, there's only one state of the nation address, which is the state of the nation address when the president addresses the nation inside the chamber. When the leadership of the African National Congress conceived an idea of what is called the People's Assembly, it's in the context, among others, to display the character of the liberation movement, the ANC, not just as a Catholic party, but a social contract with the masses of our people. It's important to always retain that in the African National Congress. And therefore, we can't be absorbed by the state or government and forget this important character of a mass-based organization that is always celebrated its history, among others, with the people. And therefore, the intersection between the masses and what the president would have said is important because we have put up 12 urgent tasks, among other things, which we think the president, on behalf of the masses of South Africa, must reflect in the state of the nation address. Two among them is the issue of returning the land to the people, secondly, is to radically echo it to transform the economy unashamedly. And I think that issue, our people celebrate, are looking forward to that once we have implemented eight clauses of the Freedom Charter. Those two clauses of the Freedom Charter redistribution of wealth and the return of the land. We haven't done much as expected. And therefore, the president and the leadership of the ANC, after the president would have addressed the nation, the president will come and greet not to address, because it won't be the second address of the national address to the masses because that is the public viewing, they, will be, they would have listened to him. So there's no need why the president would come then to those thousands, address them. But he will come and appreciate and thank them for coming uh, on this important day.
0: You know, I'm always fascinated when people talk about a radical um, economic transformation because what does that really mean? We've been talking this morning about, you know, 20 rand per hour uh, agreement that has been signed on the national minimum wage. So, so what does that actually mean if we are going to radically transform the economy?
1: Yeah, I well, our economy, uh, 70% of it is in private hands, white makes. And therefore, if we are to radically change the economy, it means we must transform different sectors of the economy. We must transform the system, a system which is capitalism in the name. We must transform, among others, the institutions. We must transform the ownership. We just don't want black people um, as shareholders but they must own certain areas of operation and industry. But also, we must make sure that we we, we change the control. And this is a set of what will constitute a radical economic transformation. We've tried in the past with a number of interventions, economic policy interventions such as BEE, which has done as well. But of course, there are a number of limitations to that. 22 years into our democracy, our economy is still in the hands. Of, 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 of 70% of white males, it cannot be that a number of uh, um, sectors, for example, such as mining, is controlled by the big four. And it continues uh, to resist a uh, transformation. We're talking about financial service sector, which again, we're talking about the big four, continues to transform. That's why you don't have um, We way to introduce things such as FTI as interventions, because banks themselves, uh, they, they are not favorable to the unbankable sector. And these are the things that we think the president, in the articulation, at least this year, our, our, our government must make sure that, among others, the issue about radical economic transformation must be uppermost in the agenda because we have now political power. We can use the levers of political power we have given by our people to make sure that at least we transform the economy. Uh, to our expectation.
0: Just the final one, Zizi. Uh, how many people are expected on the Grand Parade this evening?
1: Well, the numbers in the call post have been changing uh, from the, the permission granted by the city. We are not in charge here. It was from 15,000 to 20,000 to 25. This morning we are told we can only have 10,000. But we'll leave whatever we're given by the city because we're not in charge. But we have been given Grand Parade. Our mobilisation throughout this weekend we would have seen and heard and read that uh, we want to fill Grand Parade at thousands and thousands of people, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, they will be around Cape Town, CPT.
0: Well, thank you so much. And that was African National Congress uh, National Spokesperson, Mr. Zizi Kodwa.
1: Sakina Kamwendo on SAFM.
0: Yeah. And then the 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 brain, you know, it just wants to go on and on with that particular conversation. But we'll do more of that on the forum at eight. Uh, so uh, talk more about radical economic transformation and the like. For now, though, let's bring you the answer to this morning's This Day in History. Uh, we asked you to tell us what happened on this day in 1955.
2: When the police were telling people four o'clock in the morning, they knock at our doors, they are kicking our doors, they are shooting our dogs, they are doing whatever they want to do with us, right, we must move.
0: So that is what we played you and uh, let's just take a look at your answers now. Uh, from Twitter I see there's Malusi Tlamini, there's uh, Safraz Bismillah and also on the SMS line answers here from Mike Masiapata-Kopitoli, Joseph in pulukwane um, uh, forced removals from Sophia Town, Kofifi says Milile in Cape Town, uh, Tina Mathabela in Port Elizabeth, also David Mtunzi in uh, Mabatu, Bob in Googs, um, This one from Kualani in Zuelicha in King Williamstown and jones Nev in Benoni. Um, those are the answers that I can see. Also one here from um, Matume Mabeba uh, from um, Puluzi. So everybody got it right this morning. It was easy enough. So here's the official answer. Um, that was, of course, uh, the answer to today is that it was Sophia Town residents who were forcefully removed to Soweto. It was the early hours of the 9th of February, 1955, when around 2,000 policemen armed with guns guns, nobkiris and rifles forcibly moved families from Sophia Town to Midlands in Soweto. Now, their possessions were loaded on the back of police trucks and dumped in Midlands uh, where they were forced to stay. With their children, these families were exposed to cold, rain and other weather, adverse weather conditions. And according to a notice, red- residents were supposed to be moved on the 12th of February 1955, but the government caught them by surprise and uh, the forced removals were part of governments countrywide apartheid plan to turn residential and business areas of cities and towns white. A new white suburb was built on the ruins of Sophia Town and named Triumph, which translates to Triumph. In uh, June of uh, the same year, that is 1955, the Freedom Charter was adopted at Cliptown, where Africans, Indians, Coloreds and Whites came together in a dramatic event that took over two days, and uh, 2006 um, Sophia Town was renamed by Johannesburg Mayor Amos Masondo. So that was this morning's The Stay in History. extended temperature forecast now in Gauteng Pretoria 1932, Johannesburg 1830, Soweto 1730 and Vereeniging uh, 1729 In Mpumalanga, Bombela 2028, Ermelo 1624 Emelathleni 1928 Middleburg 1625, Standerton 1626 and Skukuza 2132. In Limpopo Province Bulukwane 1927, Toyando 2127, Palabora 2231, Zanin 1929, Musina 2331 and Lepalale 20. 33.33. In the northwest province, Strom 17.28, Mahikeng 19.28, Rustenburg 19.30, and Freiburg 18.31. In the Free State, Bloemfontein 17.30, Sasselburg 17.28, Valkom 17.29, Bethlehem 15.27, and Frankfurt 16.28. Northern Cape, Uppington 22.32, Kimberley 23.33, Alexander Bay 15.22, Springbok 20.34, Calvinia 12.35, and Sutherland 9, going up to 32. In the Western Cape, Cape Town 2029, Friedendal 1434, Hermanus 1725, George 1425, Worcester 1836, Beaufort West 1737 and Oudtshoorn 1636. In the Eastern Cape, Port Elizabeth 1627, Grahamstown 1625, Hrafrenet 1732, Ullwall North 1630, Queenstown 1828, King Williamstown 1723, East London 1924, Mtata 1824 and Matatiele 1626. In KwaZulu-Natal, Durban 23-28, Richards Bay 24-30, Peter Maritsburg 20-28, Newcastle 18-30 and Ladysmith 19 going up to 31. After seven o'clock, it's Thursday, the 9th of February 2017. Good morning, welcome to the second hour of AM Live on South Africa's news and information leader SAFM. Coming to you from Cape Town this morning, I'm Sakina Kamwendo. Now, coming up on the show this hour,
1: and we're going to raise up and uh, ask the speaker that we want to debate the issue of the legitimacy one of the president and the legitimacy of this parliament.
0: The economic freedom fighters say they will not allow President Jacob Zuma to deliver the State of the Nation address today and...
1: I don't have pressure because I don't allow pressure to rule me. But what is important is that there is a work that should be done for the nation. And those, no matter who they are, they must know that the nation is expecting the president to speak. How you feel about the president is a different matter.
0: President Jacob Zuma tells a high tea gathering that he is ready and looking forward to delivering his 10th state of the nation address. On the forum at 8 this morning, we discuss the pre-sonas pre-state of the nation address and all that is expected to happen in parliament today. Share your views with us on SMS on 34701, post your comments on Twitter or Facebook at AM Live on SAFM using the hashtag AM Live. These and more stories coming up on this Thursday edition of AM Live. First though, the latest news with Norm Samduli. This feature is brought to you by Mancosa. Register today and be part of a leading business school
2: in Africa. 2017 registrations now open. Visit mancosa.co.za.
0: SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader.
2: Thank you, Sakina. The DA claims overkill on Sona and government admits minimum wage would lead to some job losses. Good morning. The DA in Gauteng says it has been informed that 20 Gauteng traffic officers and 18 motorbikes have been flown to Cape Town to help with traffic management for the State of the Nation address this evening. The DA believes that the Western Cape government and the city of Cape Town are fully equipped to handle the crowds. This comes amid an outcry over the deployment of over 400 SANDF members for the SONA, more than double the number last year. DA Gauteng leader John Moody says the Gauteng Premier must account for the traffic police contingent being sent to Cape Town,
1: I mean this is totally unacceptable. That is just a of money to fly officers as well as motorcycles through to Cape Town and to house them. Of course, they're going to have to be in hotels, etc. Astronomical cost for what reason? When you do have local law enforcement, as far as traffic management, etc., is concerned, this is excessive.
2: Meanwhile, President Jacob Zuma says he is not feeling any pressure about the State of the Nation address. The 2017 Sona comes amid renewed calls from opposition parties for the president to step down following the constitutional court ruling on Ngandla and the former public protector's report on the state of capture. But speaking to the SABC while putting the final touches to his speech, President Zuma brushed off his critics.
1: I don't have pressure because I don't allow pressure to